All right. Can you hear All me? righty. I can hear you. Right on. And we're already recording, so let's get started. All right, guys. Welcome to the bonus episode this week of Next Flicks. <clears throat> um, so we, well, we have a, uh, well, Brayden, I didn't know if you know this, but you're, you're basically our resident Marvel Universe uh, scholar on staff here. Not hard to do when there's three of us on staff, if you count Jessica, whose schedules are, are recording. Our, your wife slash our secretary, Jessica. No, no, um, she wants the title associate producer. Associate producer. Okay, our associate producer, Jessica. <laughs> um, my uh, my fiancé, um, I know you already know this, but I feel like this is worth sharing, listened to our uh, first couple episodes and said it's much better than I thought it would be. So that's no joke. I listened to our new episode today, and it is much better than I thought it would be. I know. Who thought we would have been good at this? <laughs> so yeah, no kidding. I didn't no. know we were funny. Exactly, we're great. Um, I think we're you know just the crap, but I'm just kidding. Not really. But if you have any um, feedback, if you're listening to this, one of the eight people, maybe we're up to more than eight. Oh, we are up to more than eight on the first episode, but thus far in the second episode, we're still at eight people. Hey, I mean, exactly. that's better than zero people. So if you're one of them, give us some feedback. Tell us good things. If you have some <clears throat> comments, then keep them to yourselves. And that's it. Yeah, we know that we're not going to be able to talk about everything in the episode. Like Avengers is almost a three hour. The Infinity War is a three hour movie. No way we're going to talk about all of it in an hour and a half podcast. You know what's kind so, of what's kind of crazy to me is we spent an hour and a half, which is almost as long as like a decent movie, talking about one movie. I thought it was kind of funny that we almost spent. And we didn't cover all of it. No, we didn't. We didn't. I feel like we covered half of it. So today we're going to dive kind of deep, maybe into almost what I would call fan, fan theory, maybe conspiracy. Oh, it's definitely a fan theory. I mean, I'd almost go as far as conspiracy. It's um, a conspiracy fan theory. It's totally both worlds. Absolutely. So we are, well, Brayden, I should say, has a really interesting theory um, that kind of started from this, this latest Avengers, but definitely has a has some substance to it. Um, so Brayden, being our resident Marvel scholar, knows a heck of a lot more about some of these things than me. So sometimes I'm just going to be agreeing with him. But other times I have some good, <laughs> things, to, some good things to add. So, Brayden, go for it, man. I want to point out, first of all, that I'm not the hugest fan of the comic. I... I just never really had the chance to get into them. So most of what I'm going to say is from the movie universe, just kind of building on what I know about the overarching story in the comics. Yeah, that's good. So my theory in general is that Thaddeus Ross, who was introduced as General Ross in Incredible Hulk, and then as the Secretary of State in Civil War and Infinity War, I think he's been a Hydra agent the whole time. Yeah, which is crazy but not so crazy when you start to break it down no so and this goes all the way back to the incredible hulk which was the second movie in the franchise and really if you go by timeline yeah banner turns into the hulk before iron man the mm. events of the incredible hulk happen at the same time as iron man 2 but banner's been on the run for a couple years at that point so right. hulk is kind of the first 
step in the in the MCU, really. Right, right. Well, besides Captain America, but that hardly counts. Right. I think that even back then, the the Incredible Hulk project was a part of a Hydra plan to either try to further their Winter Soldier program. Uh, maybe they've reached a dead end, maybe because Zola died, or they have given up on their Winter Soldier program and they're going a new way with it. Uh, and I think they've tricked Dr. Banner into helping them because now that Howard Stark is dead, Dr. Banner is the world's leading expert on gamma radiation. Right. So, uh, yeah. Real quick on the on the experiment here, um, was that experiment something that, or um, that was like sanctioned by the government? I haven't seen Incredible Hulk and Man a long time, so like, was that something the government was wanting, or was that just Banner trying to? I don't remember exactly if this was a government sanctioned thing. Um, I do know they were trying to replicate the Captain America formula. Right. Like, that was, that was the whole point, and Banner was experimenting on himself. Right. Again, I don't know if they ever really explained that. You have to remember, Incredible Hulk is not that good of a movie. No, it's not. Uh, it might be my least favorite film in the MCU. Oh, for sure. By a long run. I retconned some of what happened in that when Hulk came back in the Avengers. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Okay, sorry. Keep going. Just curious. Okay, so I think once the once the Hulk um, the Hulk escapes, they're not able to recapture him. I think they they tried the next best thing, which Hydra had tried to get the Iron Man suits, but I think Nick Fury got to Iron Man first. So they tried to legally steal the suits. In uh, in Iron Man Two, you see uh, what's the guy's name? I thought I wrote it down, but I don't remember. But the the one. I think he's a senator or something. He's trying to get the suits, but Iron Man's fighting him. Yeah, try to get... yeah. Big scene. Big uh, scene. Yeah, yeah. Gary Shanley? Is that the character's name? Ah, uh, I can't remember the senator. I, I know that senior. That's the actor's name. Oh, the, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I don't remember. <clears throat> so Justin Hammer's trying to make his own suits, but then uh, Vanko goes all crazy and tries to kill Iron Man and ends up getting killed himself. Yeah. So they can't get the Iron Man suit. So they're going to do the next best thing and try to get all of the Avengers under Hydra power. And this is where I think this is where Ross comes back in. I think the Accords were really a part of Hydra's plan to get the Avengers under their control. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's the beginning of Civil War. I said I think like a bunch during this whole thing. I'm gonna try to stop saying that. At the beginning of Civil War, Crossbones was supposed to kill Cap. It was always supposed to be a suicide mission. He was never planning on getting out. He was always gonna set off the bomb and kill Cap. Because really, why would you wear a bomb like that if you weren't planning on using it? Right, absolutely. But Cap survives. Right. Scarlet Witch interrupts it and, you know, whatever. If Cap had died, then Ross could have convinced most of the other Avengers to sign the Accords. Especially since Iron Man, we know, was cool with the Accords after meeting what's-her-name, who's son died in Sokovia which I also think is very coincidental he met her the day they're gonna bring the record the accords to him I don't think she's a Hydra agent but I think Hydra definitely encouraged that meeting 
Yeah. This whole theory, by the way, is is you you have to at least somewhat believe that Hydra is not actually gone after Winter Soldier, which I think they kind of state pretty clearly in Age of Ultron and the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show. Yeah. It's crippled severely, but it's not really gone. And I yeah. think it was a lot deeper into the government than anyone thought. Yeah. So if, if Cap had died, and Iron Man had convinced the other Avengers to sign the Accords, the only one I think maybe wouldn't have still would be Falcon. But, I mean, one Avenger would be easy enough to take care of. Right. <clears throat> so before any of the Avengers realized, they would have been working for Hydra and probably had been helping Hydra make some moves that would have led Hydra to take over the planet. You know, hmm. get some key players out of the picture, destabilize some governments, take out other factions. I mean, even Thor, excuse me, even Thor and Hulk, I don't think Hydra would have had a problem taking care of them. We know from the first two Avengers movies that Iron Man is the best bet to take those guys out. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think it's that hard to convince Iron Man that Thor and Hulk are a threat, especially Hulk. Yeah, and especially considering that in this theory, Hydra has has deeply planted themselves, which they've done before. Oh, definitely. They've deeply planted themselves basically all the way up to, in theory, the presidency, um, at least under it and the secretary, So, which is a very powerful place. I think the vice president, Winter Soldier, was a Hydra agent. Am I wrong about that? I don't Did they arrest so. the vice president, Winter Soldier? I don't think you're wrong about that. We'd have to do some research on that, though. I haven't seen that one. There's so many Marvel movies, man. It's crazy. Uh, what, 19 out right now? Yeah, what? there's there's a lot of them. Seen them all, but there's a lot of them. Yeah, but I think you're right. So, completely plausible. And it yeah. would make sense for, for Tony to, to easily... I mean, he thinks... I mean, Tony would have necessarily reason to think it's Hydra, you know? So... Yeah, anyway, he's never dealt with Hydra. Exactly. Yeah. Although I actually think this is kind of a spinoff of this theory, and I, I don't want to get into it too deep now, but I wouldn't be surprised if Obadiah Stane from the first Iron Man movie may even have been a Hydra agent. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Or okay. it's not a part of Hydra, then maybe just working for Hydra. Right. But it would make sense to try to get a Hydra agent in close with Howard Stark. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. You could probably also say even other people in the, in the cinematic universe, like Aldrich Killian and maybe even uh, Venko's dad might have been working with Hydra, but who knows? That's, I don't think there's enough real proof to talk about that. So, but Cap did survive Civil War. He survived yeah. the fight with Crossbone. So Hydra does the best thing. They're going to try to split the Avengers up which that would take longer, but they'd still be able to get to all of the Avengers. Right. I mean, we even see it work. I mean, Tony fights all the other Avengers and he tries to kill Cap. Yeah. Well, he never really tries to kill Cap, but he does. He's willing to at one point. Right. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. And then Thanos attacks and ruins everything. Which you had an interesting idea there too. <clears throat> For Thanos? What? Did you have a... I thought you had a point for Thanos. I said that Hydra may have had some way of dealing with Thanos yeah. if Cap hadn't stepped in, which may explain why Ross, even with you know Thanos attacking everything, General Ross still wanted Cap arrested. Yeah. Maybe Hydra had some other way to deal with Thanos that probably would not have been 
very nice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, anyway, that's the theory. So there is and... our bite-sized, kind of like a bag of peanuts, our uh, bite-sized little <laughs> fan theory. So give us some feedback. Let us know if you think it's crazy or if it's genius or both. So that's I think it. it's both. I think it's both. Honestly, the thing is, it's plausible, and Marvel is crazy enough to do it. The only thing I could think of that would be both crazier and possibly more plausible, the the scroll are being introduced in the Captain Marvel movie. Yeah. And there's been some comments from Kevin Feige and other people that, you know, past Infinity War and the next Avengers movies were going to look a lot more cosmic in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Hmm. And I think the scroll are going to be a huge part of that. So maybe Ross isn't a Hydra agent. Maybe he's a scroll agent. Or maybe Hydra itself is a is a scroll trying to slowly work their way into the world government. Oh man. That's... But that I think we'll learn more about after Captain Marvel. Yeah, I agree. Man, that's good. That's yeah. good. Real quick, one thing I wanted to talk about in the original podcast that we didn't have time for. Yeah. Uh, what are some things that you think that you would like to see in the next Avengers movie or, or and or that you think would happen? So Really good question. And if we could do this in like two minutes, because my daughter needs to go down to bed. Okay, so <laughs> things that I think will happen. Um, spoiler alert, you've been warned. Obviously, there's going to be spoilers for the original movies here. Um, Ant-Man's going to be a very viral role. Um, yes. He is trapped inside the quantum realm, and there are all those time pocket things. I legitimately think he's going to time travel somehow. And then that's going to play a very crucial role in figuring all the crap out. He'll rejoin with the Avengers in some way when he goes back in time. Is he trapped in the quantum realm right now? Yes. I have not seen Ant-Man the Watch yet. Oh, crap. Well, <laughs> you're, you're all good. You're go- it comes out on DVD in like a week. Okay. Spoiler for you too, then. Um, <laughs> sorry. At the very end, it's like a cutscene at the end. He's, qu- he's trapped okay. in the quantum realm when um, Thanos snaps. And basically... All of the um, uh, Doctor, oh golly, the Pym. Yeah, holy crap! Sorry, guys. Um, basically, he and his wife and um, the only other person, his his daughter, are all gone. So the only people that could get him out of it. So, oh well, that's not good. There's time dilations in there and everything like that. So ultimately, I hope and and think to see um, something happen there. Yeah, and I, I know that uh, Ant-Man has been around on set a lot, and there's been a lot of talks about his role in the next film being very big and very important. Yeah, so I hope to see that. I hope to see the restoration of Spider-Man, because that was the saddest death ever. Um, and, and ultimately, I just hope to see uh, this kind of come to a great conclusion in a way, and I think they'll do it, but in a way that doesn't make you go like, well, that was cheesy. I mean, we all know it's going to get restored, but I hope they do it in such a way that it doesn't, um, you know, feel weird. Yeah, and I hope they give good ends to some of these characters. Like, I think the Rooster Brothers, one of them made some comment about only two of the original six Avengers are going to be in the movies past this next Avengers film. Ah! <laughs> and I, you know, I I suppose really any two of them could be it. But I think, 
you know, let's go ahead and give Cap his retiring. Let's let's let Iron Man retire in peace. Uh, yeah. I think those two especially, because the franchise has really been built on those two in a big way. And it I makes think, sense for the actors, too. I mean, you don't want to be remembered for one thing forever. Yeah, I, I and both of them, their contracts are up with this next film. I know they've also both said that they'd be willing to do more, but I would love to see a very good end for both of those actors. And I, I would not be surprised if one or both of those characters die. In fact, I, I'm, I'm almost convinced that at least one of them will die, and I don't know which way it would go. I have my money more so on Captain America. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Just a little more. But I do agree it can be split. Yeah, I don't know. So that was our little bite-sized bonus episode. Bam! On your drive to work, you can listen to that and be inspired for the day. Cool. All right. See you in a couple weeks to do Unbreakable. Yep. Tune in next time, guys. Thanks, everybody. Brayden, have a good night. I'll see you later. See you.